Hi, this is uh, Sam from the Go Team, and you are listening to CI PR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Fundamental thing. Fundamental thing. Good evening, Hiva let's play some ball, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's major league community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcasted an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, west past Point Grey, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea. But we're also broadcasting to all the ships and creatures in the water. 
Our signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground from where we come from and from where all good things bubble up. Tell us locked up subscribers can tune in to CITR on their television sets on channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else, the internet takes you. Normally, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. Though, as I record, the site isn't currently experiencing a couple little problems, so I think the streaming is still working there. We'll allow the technical experts to decipher what's going on. When the website is back up, there you'll find the Exploding Hit Movies show page and contains track listings and downloads for this episode, along with past ones, plus a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find that podcast on iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher, and don't forget Spotify. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. But then again, if the website's down, I'm not uploading a podcast quite yet, so we'll figure out some backup plans until things work again. My name is Gak, and I'll be your base coach for the next two hours, so keep hustling on the diamond when the ball is in play. And you should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory batting helmet in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, hey, remember all those times I told you to put that bucket on your head? Let's do it again and step up to the plate. Please note this is a pre-recorded episode of Exploding Head Movies, so do not call in. I'm not totally with it right now. Slightly under the weather with some COVID-19 symptoms, though testing has currently come up negative. So with an abundance of caution, the show was made at Exploding Headquarters. You can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at 100 air and on Instagram. I am Myopic Man. See, I'm feeling mostly okay. I think it's a combination of allergies with all the pollen in the air. Kind of a sign of climate change in that the pollen is getting worse. Combine that with some poor sleep, and that meant trying to tackle everything that I needed to last week. So my body crashed Friday afternoon. Still, there's some loopiness afoot, so I'm staying put for the next few days until I get out of this malaise. And I'm lucky that I can afford to do so, since I'm working remotely and I have reasonable sick day policies where I work. But with mask mandates lessening and a BA.2 variant apparently growing, I feel like I gotta stick at home. And I know more and more people catching COVID-19, and at least I'm thankful that they're all vaccinated so the current impact is minimal. Still, we have a lot to learn about what coronaviruses do to the body in the long term. Something we should have picked up more about 20 years ago when SARS hit a few areas, but now we have a lot more participants, sadly. In the background, this is Brother Superior, and this track is Trini Groove, off his 1978 album, A New Beginning. Brother Superior is the alias of Andrew Marcano from Trinidad. Originally known as Lord Superior, with fellow Calypso acts Lord Kitchener and Lord Melody, and some definite solid Afro-Caribbean vibes here. After a lockout delayed the start to the season, Major League Baseball kicked off its official season after a shortened spring training last Thursday, so this week we have a sorta sports-related show. After juggling a few ideas for a profile, 
I opted for our main focus to be on James Horner's score for the 1989 fantasy drama Field of Dreams. And that soundtrack was recently reissued by La La Land Records. I pared down some of the other film themes with enough for a potential sequel. Joined a major pileup of other lost follow-up episodes, but uh, I kept a few tracks and there's some new music tied to this pastime. We'll also talk about the 1971 film The Last Picture Show, since the director Peter Bogdanovich recently passed away. Speaking of deaths, departing this mortal coil far too suddenly is whom we heard at the start of the episode, and that's Myra Kalix. From her 2021 album Absent Origin, we heard Fundamental Things. Kalix is the alias of Chantal Passamonte, a South African-born, British-based audiovisual artist and musician on the Warp label, and there she started off as a publicist whilst working at a record shop and organizing DJ parties. Her earlier music fused her voice with electronic textures, but over time she incorporated more natural and classical sounds and samples. And outside of her occasional albums, Calix was known primarily for her outstanding art installations, all public, which allowed her to connect with people outside of galleries and museums with accessible and moving works. It's hard to recap all of them without necessarily seeing and experiencing them, but imagine sculpture that moved with lights and sounds featuring voices or animal noises amongst trigger instrumentation. She toured with acts like Radiohead and Boards of Canada. Myra Kallax died at her home in Bedford, England from unspecified causes on March 25th this year, and she was only 52 years old. Also recently leaving us is David Ziggy Sigmund, guitarist of the bands Conaline Crush, Copyright, The Scramblers, and Slow. And Ziggy was highly respected in the Vancouver scene. And yes, he was part of the notorious Slow shows at Expo 86 that closed up various live venues due to public nudity. And somehow, after all these years, Slow reunited a few years back and did various shows as part of an unlikely reunion. Ziggy's death was reported via the Econoline Crush Facebook page on March 8th, with no cause of death cited, although he had suffered from back problems after two car accidents, so I know he was juggling with a lot of pain, and he was 56 years old. From Slow, specifically off their sole release 1985's Against the Glass EP, which was reissued in 2017 by Artifact Records, this will be the title track. You're now listening to Exploding Heavyweeds, Recorded at Exploding Headquarters and airing on that radio station that makes the call to the bullpen for some high heat. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
Lysades, with a single produced by Richard Reed Perry from Arcade Fire. The song we heard was Stop and Start. Guitarist Dallas Good from Mercedes died from natural causes on February 17th this year at the age of 48. And at this point, from what we know, um, a final Sadie's album is due later this year. I don't know its title yet. As well, too, Dallas Good and Richard Reed Perry had worked on a side project for the past few years, and that should be coming out later, too, and that will be called The Watchtower. Behind me is The Ventures, and from the 1967 album The Versatile Ventures, this is 2000 Pound B. Founding guitarist Don Wilson recently passed away. He was the last surviving original member as the band keeps plugging away after forming in Tacoma, Washington in 1958. We'll talk more about that around the time that Wilson passed away a few months ago. Another recent deaths. A memorial was held recently for the singer-songwriter Megan McDonald, and that was yesterday. She was a singer-songwriter, animal lover, and force of nature here in Vancouver. She died on January 16th after a long-standing condition at the age of 42. Word was that it was a low-key event, with her family and her dogs present. One of the acts that Meg McDonald was a member of was Fine Mist, and this song appeared on a CITR compilation called Pop Alliance Volume 2 back in 2011, which recently had a corrected cover in light of a colonizer recognition of misappropriated indigenous iconography before, in case you see blanker versions around now. Other acts on that release include Apollo Ghosts, Rolmach, Get Larissa, whom we'll hear from later on in this show, Fanshaw, and the Shane Turner Overdrive. With Nicholas Kurgovich helping out here, this is Fine Mist with I Could Shout. Something insane 
patriarchy is dead and we killed it if you identify as a woman femme trans or non-binary citr wants you on the air you can talk about literally whatever you want as long as you care about it no worries if you have no experience we'll train you in everything you need to know come by citr and say hi hey hi hello from 11 a.m to 6 p.m monday to friday to help us never play led zeppelin on citr 101.9 fm ever again
üstüme kalsan Sür benim amman Vermem seni ellere Ordu üstüme kalsan Sür benim amman Aman, 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 aman Oy Mehmet'im background this is Ron Grainer and his group with the signature tune from the comedy playhouse series on BBC TV in the 60s called Happy Joe. Grainer was best known for his theme to the long-running TV series Doctor Who which was masterfully electrified by Delia Derbyshire of the BBC Radiophonic Workshop. And we just heard from Amsterdam Atlin Gunn off last year's album Yol we heard Ordunun Dereleri an old Turkish folk song about two doomed lovers readapted into a psychedelic synth pop sound. Alten Gun is a world project uh, featuring a Dutch act doing Anatolian rock. They also put out the album Alem last year in support of the charity Earth Today. And Atlan Gun play tomorrow night, and that's Tuesday, April 12th at the Rickshaw Theatre. 
Doors are at 7 shows at 8 p.m. and the opener is Pac-Man. Tickets start at $28, along with $35 with refund insurance in case they have to cancel the last minute. And you can get those through admitone.com. That happens on the same night as London, England's Black Midi play The Imperial. And this is the show that moved recently from the Biltmore Cabaret. Doors are at seven shows at eight. The opener is Injury Reserve, great Arizona rap act. It's a 19 and older show. I'm not going to tell you how much tickets cost because it is sold out. I do have a ticket myself. I'm not sure if I can go based on how I feel. Again, that's Black Midi playing Tuesday, April 12th at the Imperial. There's a wild post-rock sound here. I'm curious how they do the horns live. And off their second album, 2021's Cavalcade, here's Black Midi with Dethroned.
from Montreal. That was Plants and Animals off their latest album, 2020's The Jungle Weird House on Fire. Plants and Animals are the trio of Warren Spicer, Matthew Woodley, and Nicholas Basque. And Plants and Animals are playing this Saturday, April 16th at the Fox Cabaret. Doors are at 7, shows at 8. The opener is Gus Englehorn. And tickets start at $25 plus the appropriate service charges. Please bear in mind this is a 19 and older show as MRG Live presents Plants and Animals. Behind me, this is new music from Jacques Green and from the 2022 EP Fantasy. This is Relay. Jacques Green is another Montrealer, though as we hear, a little bit more housey and electronic. My name is Gak. You are listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And also coming to town this month, actually I will clarify, that will be this week. It is Sarah Harmer. Latest album is 2020's Are You Gone, which was released right before the pandemic, and she's touring in support of that album. As MRG Live presents Sarah Harmer at the Vogue Theatre here in Vancouver on Thursday, April 14th. Doors are at 7, show is at 8. There is no mention of an opener, so I'm not sure if there is somebody else before Harmer. Tickets are still available. They start at $29.50, and that's in the back of the Vogue, and they go up to $39.50 if you're sitting in the orchestra section. As always, there are service charges. You can get tickets through admit1.com, and this is an all-ages show. Instead of hearing something off of Are You Gone, although it is a great album here, we're going to go back to 2011 with a wonderful project tied to Canada's National Parks. And here, Harmer joins Jim Guthrie, and then from the Guelph Act, the Constantine's Bry Webb, with one of the songs tied to the Guayanas here in British Columbia, a wonderful park. And from the 2011 album National Parks Project, here's Jim Guthrie, Sarah Harmer, and Bry Webb with Long Time Before.
Listen, if they're so hot, how come they're not tearing up the charts, babe? Because you never play them, babe. At CITR, our hosts choose the music they play. That means our charts actually reflect the tastes of music lovers, as opposed to focus groups. So if you want to know what's really tearing up the charts, get your hands on a copy of Beatroot or Discorder magazine, or go online to CITR.ca. CITR's charts are based on actual spins motivated by actual preference. No payola. No marketing, just good tunes. Refreshing, no? You are listening to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Smirt and off the compilation Novaya Sina Underground from Ukraine. 14 bands from Kiev and Kharkov we heard in the Ice Maiden. Zahar translates from Ukrainian as sugar, and then Balaya Smert is the White Death. Referring to the name to what the Russians called the Winter War against Finland in World War II. When the Finns, blessed with a wonderfully brutal cold winter, fought off the Soviet Union. Offering inspiration to Ukrainians down the road, and in particular, now. 
Zahar Belaya Smirt was an experimental chamber pop ensemble with piano, cello, keyboards, guitar, and the vocals of Svetlana Orimenko. And they later recorded a surrealistic medieval album as a duo with Casio guitar, and then collaborated with the electronic band Ivan Sumschwit. So I need to hunt those down and find out what they are. And yes, Novaya Sina, Underground from Ukraine. It's a 1993 compilation to the German label What's So Funny About? That's the name of the label. And it features some of the bands of the music scene in Kiev and Kharkov from 1986 to 1992, as Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union until they separated. Novaya Sina, translates as New Scene, was an illegal cultural formation Starting in the 80s by Sergei Miasoyadov and Sasha Panchenko in Kharkov, usually with the intention to connect the academic avant-garde and rock underground. It didn't fully pan out that way, but uh, the compilation is a delight to hear. And in the background, this is Donato Dazi with X2V2 off the recent compilation, The Dove Has Spread Her Wings, Relief for Ukraine. As an update goes, well, as we've been seeing in the news, the Russians are retreating. Although they're trying to recalibrate things in that the original intention was to take the two oblasts that they've already had some separation movements in. Now, there's evidence of apparent crimes against humanity. Civilians are found in some of the suburbs around Kiev with their hands tied around their back and shot in the head, execution style, and reports of women and children being raped. So, terrible stuff. I'm not sure how peace negotiations are going, but hopefully we can get the Russians out of Ukraine. Anyways, my name's Gak. This is a pre-recorded episode of Exploding Head Movies. Here we have new music from Gelarissa. It's the alias of Larissa Leva. And Gelarissa is Finnish. It's a pun based on the idea of being in the basement. New album just came out. It's called Voice Leading. And the 80s elements are definitely getting deeper and gothier here. From voice leading, here's Gellarissa, with Tempting Fate.
Spell with an E at the end. Differentiate it from the old Vancouver band without the E. This Lady Hawk, that album is 2012's Anxiety, and the song we heard is Vaccine. Pip Brown is this Lady Hawk, originally from New Zealand. I think she's based back there now. The latest album is 2021's Time Flies. As for the Vancouver Lady Hawk, they're on hiatus for a while there, and I thought there was a reunion back in 2014, but they've been pretty quiet for a while, so not sure fully what happened there. And behind me, more Vancouver, and new music from Lossel. It's the alias of Scott Morgan, and from the album The Sales Part 1. 
This is 21. And if you can imagine, yes, a part two is being teased online. More wonderful ambient electronic music. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. And a good many of these may be out already. So check your favorite record store or where you find your music online, since albums don't necessarily stick to the typical Friday release schedule. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. As new releases go, Rafael Bowe's music from Big Bug is coming out through Amazing Music Publishing. Sera Una Volta y Crimine is scored by Maurizio Filardo. That's coming out through IIF. The TV series Dodger is scored by Joel Cadbury and Will Harper, and that's coming out through Backlot Music. James Newton Howard's score to Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore is coming out through Water Tower Music. More Italian music here. Francesco Serrazzi's music from Glee Idole Delle Donna is coming out through Sony Music. Vegar Margeson's music from High Expectations it will be self-released. The miniseries Infinity, and you spell that with an I at the end. It's scored by Thomas Cousinier and Frederick Cushmanian. That's coming out through Milan. Christian Davis scores The Nameless Days. That's coming out this week. Rone scores Paris, 13th District. That's coming out through Infine. The Netflix series Return to Space is scored by Michael Dana and Harry Gregson Williams. That's coming out through Maisie Music. Bobby Kerlick scores the video game Returnal, Volume 2. That's coming out through Milan. Jacob Button's original score to Say Goodbye to Hollywood is coming out this week. Same story with Junkie XL with a limited edition of his score to Sonic the Hedgehog 2 through La La Land Records. The TV series Super Pumped, The Battle for Uber, scored by Brendan Angelides. It's coming out through Milan. Debbie Wiseman scores to Olivia. That's coming out through Decca Classics. Michael Mann is back with the HBO series Tokyo Vice. It's scored by Danny Bensey and Sonder Jurians. That's coming out through Lakeshore. Vetro is scored by Ariel Lerner and Elisa Zoot. That's self-released. And then Alex G does the music to We're All Going to the World's Fair. That's coming out through Milan Records. On the re-release front, Frank Fitzpatrick's original score to the film Friday along with songs by various artists, is coming out again. Piero Piccioni's score for L'Empiegato is coming out. And a double dose of Hans Zimmer collaborations here. He worked with James S. Levine with the music from The Weatherman, that's coming out through La La Land Records. And Zimmer also worked with Stanley Myers for the score to The Wind, and it's coming out as a limited edition through Note for Note Music. And those are really some of the anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Next up, we have Snotty Nose Res Kids, the duo of Young D and Young Tribes from the Heisla Nation, originally from Kittermat here in BC, but they're now based in Vancouver. The Hip Hop Act's latest album is 2020's Life After, and they did shows in Victoria and Nanaimo last month. They're currently touring out east, but they'll be back for a show at the Commodore here in Vancouver on May 6th, which has been rescheduled from a show originally from December 30th last year. And they got some festival dates lined up in Cumberland, Surrey, Salmon Arm in Victoria this summer. This song for the Life After features the guest appearances by Ebon Empress and Jenny Lee. Here are the Snotty Nose Res Kids with Change. Could I breathe this new life? Bear this new birth? Burdened by old skin? It's 
since the warmth is my kryptonite Birth by fire, trial by ice Whose depths I have not known Pleasure. W W W dot C 
song that recently popped up as a YouTube recommendation. I'm glad I found that. That was Tessa Violet from her 2019 album, Bad Ideas. That was I Like the Idea of You. Tessa Violet started off as a YouTuber back in 2006, originally under the alias of Mika Kitty, and it was originally part of a school project tied to fashion when she was modeling in Asia. But she picked up music Bad Ideas is her second album, and as of recent news, well, there's been some weird internet memes that peg her as being the Queen of Russia for some reason, which uh, involved some chanting when she performed in Moscow, obviously well before anything about a Ukraine invasion. Since then, Tessa Violet has put out two singles not tied to albums since, and that includes this year's single, Yes, Mom. Out of the background from Toronto, this is the Hang 10 Gallon Hats of the 2021 album Giddy Up Surfboard. This is Mystery Wave. Do love some instrumental twang, and I do love the combination of country with a bit of surf. So I do want to catch that band live at some point. Since I know one of them, I know that there's no travel in the next little while, so hopefully I can make it to Toronto soon. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. The name of the station is CITR. The frequency is 101.9 FM. If you can't catch us there, we're on Telesoptic on your TV sets on channel 7023. Normally, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. As I record this from home, right now the site's acting up, so we can't do that. Hopefully, you have the streaming link because that you can still work with. I'm not sure when I can upload a podcast yet, but in due time figure it out. This is all coming from unceded Musqueam territory on the campus of the University of British Columbia. Now, after a bit of a wee wait, the debut album by the teen punk band The Linda Lindas came out this weekend. The LA Quartet had a breakout moment last year when they had a live show at a public library and their song Racist Sexist Boy went viral. They managed to open up for acts like Bikini Kill and Best Coast. They played on TV with Jimmy Kimmel 
and they got signed to the Epitaph label, which is where their debut album, Growing Up, was released. Here are the Linda Lindas with one of the singles. Oh. that football game but i have to clean my room i'm so bummed yo man totally chill out you can catch it on citr citr did someone say citr yeah citr radio brings you thunderbird sports on the weekends catch all the action and don't miss a moment of play with our live play-by-play and color commentary only on citr 101.9 fm wow that's great and if you can't catch the game tune in at 3 30 p.m every Thursday for our weekly update on UBC Athletics with live scores, recaps, and in-depth analysis. Oh, okay, dude. Okay, okay, dude. We get it. Dude! Only on CITR. She was living like a silhouette In someone else's movie set her father was a drama queen Had always stolen all her scenes I was emotionally detached It's not your fault I was born like that 
body holds me back Said they cauterized the gap She was looking out for her big chance Always looking for a big expanse To be the light in someone's dark To be the dust in someone's heart I know you mean it album the roman numeral three i i i the song we heard was baseball dusted is the alias of brian borchert and it's a side project from his main gig from the toronto electronic act holy f at least that's what mainstream media calls it since listener discretion advised the band is called holy fuck the roman numeral three refers to it being the third album after 2012's total dust and 2018's blackout summer as for holy fuck the latest album is 2020's Deleter. In the background, this is Tommy Swanson and his guitar. He's joined by the sound man. This is a B-side to the 1965 single, That's Boss. This is Baseball. 
Now we're talking about the major leagues primarily here, but minor league baseball has had some action here as the Vancouver Canadians play their home opener next Tuesday, April 19th against the Eugene Emeralds. The season already started last week and uh, they've been in Spokane since last Friday. They're 2-1 and one so far. And it's a good chance to see them again since this will be the first time since 2019 since the Vancouver Canadians have played at Nat Bailey. Since in 2020, due to the pandemic, all minor league games were cancelled. And in 2021, they played all their games out of Hillsborough, Oregon. It's been a long time running. All my tickets that I bought for 2020 have been rolled over multiple times, so... The good news is the Canadians are now part of the high A season, which means they have a longer season. So normally they'd start at the end of June, but here we are, middle of April. And it's a good chance to see future Toronto Blue Jays in action. We'll get some more baseball here before we get into Field of Dreams. And Pavement is in the news in that their final album from 1999, Terror Twilight, was finally reissued. Oddly, 10 years after all their other albums were expanded and then enchanted. Terror Twilight was always a bit of a black sheep based on a combination of factors, and it kind of was a prelude to an imminent breakup. And the reissue is called the Farewell Horizontal Release, including the original proposed track list by producer Nigel Godrick, and then some demos done in Portland and New York, plus a whole bunch of B-sides. There's talk of a reunion tour happening again, so hopefully Pavement can come back here. And this demo from a Portland session features Stephen Malkmus on the Moog. Here's the demo version of Pavement's Major Leagues.
the major leagues Bring on the major leagues Bring on the major leagues Bring on the major leagues They'll wear you down sometimes Kids like work Magic Christians chew that rank as Now time for an update from the Exploding Him Movies Sports Desk. and that's a wild non-baseball score.
Before getting too deep into things here, the last song from our sports desk theme is the Viagra Boys and the song Sports. And yes, the Viagra Boys play a sold-out show here on Wednesday, April 13th at the Rickshaw. Doors are at 8. The opener is Kills Birds. It's a 19-year-older show. Hopefully, you got your tickets already. And we just heard Los Lobos, East Los Angeles band that fuses a lot of styles together, ranging from rock and roll to Tex-Mex, to Zydeco, and then a whole bunch of things like Cumbia, Boleros, and Norteños. From their 1984 album, How Will the Wolf Survive, we heard, I Got Loaded. They had their major breakthrough for their work on the 1987 film La Bamba, which tackles an icon for them, Richie Valens, and their cover of that song, La Bamba, became a Billboard Top 1 hit that year. The latest album is 2021's Native Sons, and recent news, one of the original Los Lobos members, although he had left before I Got Loaded came out, and that was founding member Frank Gonzalez, who sang, played mandolin, Yarpa Yoroka, well, he died on April 4th at the age of 68. I Got Loaded also appeared on the soundtrack to the 1988 film Bull Durham, directed and written by Ron Shelton based on his time in the minor leagues, with Kevin Costner playing a baseball catcher who was brought to a North Carolina single-A team to mentor a young pitcher with a wild arm while also navigating a love triangle with a baseball groupie. Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon were the pitcher and the groupie, and that is how that couple met. Bull Durham's one of my favorite films. The score by Michael Convertino was never really released, which I've never profiled it. And some of the other acts on the soundtrack include Benny Wallace with a few songs with Dr. John, Bonnie Raitt, Joe Cocker, The Fabulous Thunderbirds, George Thorogood and Destroyers, Edith Piaf, Otis Redding, and John Fogarty with one of those standards you hear either at the ballpark or with a broadcast, which is center field. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. There we go. Kevin Costner also appeared in other baseball films like Chasing Dreams, For Love of the Game, The Upside of Anger, and perhaps his most famous from 1989, Field of Dreams. Directed by Phil Alden Robinson, based on the Canadian author W.P. Kinsella's 1982 novel Shoeless Joe, after a famous ball player caught in a game-fixing scandal over 100 years ago. And Costner plays an Iowa farmer who has a vision of a ballpark in his cornfield with a voice telling him that if you build it, he will come. Despite the financial hardship, he builds a diamond on his field and ghosts start to play on it. Initially visible only to Ray, but eventually his family starts to see them and then others and people start recognizing their own family starting to play on the field. Also starred James Earl Jones, Amy Madigan, Ray Liotta, and Burt Lancaster. And recently, it was invoked by Major League Baseball by having a game based around it, and I'll talk more about that shortly. And the score to Field of Dreams was done by James Horner. And behind me, this is The Cornfield. We've profiled James Horner in the past with films like Gorky Park, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Apollo 13, Avatar, briefly Titanic, and then we did a major profile back in Exploding Head Movies 269 from June 2015, involving the films The Legends of the Fall and Aliens. Now, originally, Leonard Bernstein was considered, but the famous composer and conductor was overbooked already, 
and Robinson had come up with a gentle, quiet, and ghostly temp track of other music that his producers hated. When Horner came on board, a lot of people were expecting an overtly orchestral score, but he kept up the atmosphere that Robinson had come up with to allow the focus to be on the emotions in the film, mostly tied to regret. La La Land recently reissued Horner's score back in January, expanding it with versions heard in the film, along with outtakes and then the original version. And from that, we're going to hear these cues. From his score to Field of Dreams, here's James Horner. We begin with the film version of Deciding to Build the Field. Thank you. 
from his score to the film Field of Dreams. We heard James Horner with Deciding to Build the Field. Then a little bit of a ragtime number there with old ball players. And in the background, this is the theme. Field of Dreams became a big hit. It was highly regarded and it's still recalled to this day. It was nominated for three Oscars in 1990. Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, and then James Horner for Best Original Score, although he lost to The Little Mermaid. There was talk of a sequel, but oddly enough, last year, there's a TV series in the works. But last year, Major League Baseball played its first game in the state of Iowa, a special ballpark in Dyersville, which is where the novel was set and the film was shot. Kevin Costner was brought in to introduce the game as the players of the teams from the Yankees and the White Sox walked out of the cornfields that constitute the outfield, harkening back to the film where the ghosts came out of. Costner's connection to baseball is throughout his life. He briefly co-owned the independent team, the Lake County Fielders in Zion, Illinois. The fielders invoking the fields of their dreams are dreamt. He goes to regular games in Texas. And if you're curious, there'll be another Field of Dreams game this year as the Cincinnati Reds will host the Chicago Cubs back in Dyersville, Iowa. You can catch Kevin Costner most recently in his first TV series, Yellowstone, which has been popular enough to spawn a prequel. I think it's 1883. And then there's an album of music inspired by his character with Kevin Costner's band, The Modern West. Talking about the West, in other recent film news, the director Peter Bogdanovich died. He was also a writer, an actor, historian, producer, critic, and academic. He was part of the 1960s New Hollywood scene, originally as a journalist, until he was hired by Roger Corman for his 1966 biker film, The Wild Angels. Made his debut in 1968's Targets, and New Hollywood was the indication of breaking away from the studio system, and this is where you get your Francis Ford Coppola's, your Dennis Hopper's. And Bogdanovich also directed films like Paper Moon, What's Up Doc, St. Jack, Mask, and what we'll touch upon here from 1971, The Last Picture Show. It's based on the Larry McMurdy 1966 novel, the same name, about a small Texas town where the high school kids are hoping for love and something exciting, but they find themselves falling into the same traps as their parents do as the town dries up. Features Jeff Bridges in one of his earliest adult roles, Timothy Bottoms, Ellen Bernstein, Ben Johnson, Cloris Leachman, an early Randy Quaid, and the first role of Sybil Shepard. We'll talk more about Shepard and Bogdanovich a little bit later. And Last Picture Show was filmed in McMurtry's hometown of Archer City, which is just near the Oklahoma border, though under the name of Anarini, a ghost town just south of there. All the music in the film was diegetic in that the characters would hear the songs since they'd be on a radio or played live. And most of the songs feature Hank Williams, although we know him now as Hank Williams Sr. That country and western pioneer has a lot of songs playing on the radio throughout the film, making me wonder what kind of stations they had in northern Texas in the 1950s, and I can research that for another time. So yes, you'll hear songs like, Hey, Good Looking, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, and Your Cheating Heart, and from his 1955 album Ramblin' Man, also found on the soundtrack to The Last Picture Show. Here's Hank Williams with Why 
Don't You Love Me? Well, why don't you love me like you used to do? How come you treat me like a worn-out shoe? My hair's still curly and my eyes are still blue. Why don't you love me like you used to do? Ain't had no loving like a hugging and a kissing in a long, long while. We don't get nearer, further, closer than a country mile. Why don't you spark me like you used to do? And say sweet nothings like you used to coo I'm the same old trouble that you've always been through So why don't you love me like you used to do?
be the fool such as I am over you. You taught me how to live and now you say that we are through. I'm a fool, but I'll love you dear until the day I die. Now and then there's a fool such as I The singing ranger from Brooklyn, Nova Scotia. That was Hank Snow. He's joined there by the Rainbow Ranch Boys on Bill Trader's classic ballad, A Fool Such As I. The full title being, Now and Then There's a Fool Such As I. Originally found on the 1952 Hank Snow album, Country Classics, and also heard in the film, The Last Picture Show. Much like the Hank Williams song we heard beforehand, Why Don't You Love Me? Hank Snow was a major presence in the country music scene from 1950 to 1980, known for writing songs like I'm Moving On, and then famous versions of songs like I've Been Everywhere. The soundtrack to The Last Picture Show was recently re-released, and if you pick it up, it's almost entirely Hank Williams. And other songs in the film feature singers like Tony Bennett, Lefty Frizzell, Eddie Fisher, Pee Wee King, Frankie Lane, Joe Stafford, and Johnny Ray. The Last Picture Show was nominated for eight Oscars back in 1972. Bogdanovich was up for two Best Director and Best Adapted Screenplay. In the end, the film won two for its supporting cast, Ben Johnson as Best Supporting Actor, and the recently deceased Cloris Leachman for Best Supporting Actress. Peter Rodanovich did a director's cut of The Last Picture Show in 1992, extending by seven minutes, which came after the weird sequel in 1990 called Texasville, with many of the surviving and still working actors reprising their roles. And Peter Bogdanovich was a major fan of films. He did documentaries tied to John Ford, Buster Keaton, and then Tom Petty before he passed away. He also interviewed folks like Howard Hawks and Alfred Hitchcock. But he also acted. He appeared on The Sopranos as another psychiatrist. But behind the scenes, he was also known for his affairs. He had an affair with Sybil Shepherd on the set of The Last Picture Show was odd since his then-wife Polly Platt was working on set. Then there was the entire situation involving Dorothy Stratton, the Playboy playmate who was later murdered, and he ended up marrying her younger sister Louise, despite a substantial age gap. Final works by Bogdanovich. Well, he restored and completed Orson Welles' final film, The Other Side of the Wind, in 2018, which appeared on Netflix. He also starred in it. He also appeared in the films It, Chapter 2 the 2020 film Willie and Me, and then the TV series Get Shorty, based on Elmore Leonard's characters. Peter Bogdanovich died on January 6th this year from complications of Parkinson's disease, and he was 82 years old. That's it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly at 9 o'clock, it's The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he will guide you to around midnight or so, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. He will be live, in contrast to me, and hopefully I'll be back next week. Since that'll be Easter Monday, and I do want to talk about the late actress Monica Vitta, and I want to do music from the film La Ventura. 
Then later on in April and spring, we'll look at music from Wes Anderson's recent film, The French Dispatch. An overdue profile of the cartoon music of Carl Stalling. Johan Johansson has had some posthumous releases recently, so we'll look at that. Behind me, this is Jazz in the Classroom, and from the 1975 album XIV, the Roman numeral for 14, this is If and When. Jazz in the Classroom featured Toronto players with the Boston College Berklee School of Music on piano, and the composer of this piece, it's George McBetridge, and on tenor sax, it's a great Finnish name, Ero Koivistoinen. And we'll close with one more baseball song here from someone else who recently passed away, and that's Dave Frischberg, jazz pianist and singer, known for I'm Just a Bill from Schoolhouse Rock, along with writing songs for Blossom Deary, Rosemary Clooney, and Mel Torme. Frischberg died back in November at the age of 88, and some of the songs I didn't get a chance to play at the time were tied to his favorite sport, which was baseball, since he was an avid fan. He had songs like the wonderful Van Lingle Mungo, named after a real baseball player, Maddie, and then this song from 1977. If you like your Dodgers, be they from Brooklyn or Los Angeles, you should know this color well. It was David Frischberg with Dodger Blue. And bear in mind, that's Pantone 294, so don't turn 292. You have been listening to Exploding Images here on CITR 101.9 FM. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. Since it's still going around, and if you're like me, and you're showing symptoms, just lock it down and stay home. Take care. Down through the years, the young men came west to play the game in Dodger Blue. Through laughter and tears, the young men came west and rose to fame in Dodger Blue. And they stayed, and they played, and they made a dream come true. So here's to the dream, and here's to the team in Los Angeles, Dodger Blue. Wally Moon, Wes Parker. Manny Mota, Norm Larker McMullen, McDevitt, McDermott, McBean Doyle Alexander and Claude Osteen Art Fowler, Dick Egan Tommy Haller, Phil Regan Simoli, Farillo, Hodges and Duke Erskine and Koufax, Drysdale and Nuke From Smoky Walt Alston to Sweet Sweet Lou They all wore Dodger Blue Los Angeles, Dodger Blue Some came up for just a cup of coffee While others stayed for many a season through but they all had a dream and they all made the team And they all wore Dodger Blue Maury Wills Jim Ferry Norm and Larry Sherry Lefevre 
for Lasorda Valentine Reese and Reese Clem Labine Roger Craig Tom Hutton Steve Yeager Don Sutton Will Hyde and Williams Zimmer and Zahn Garvey and Gilliam Joshua and John And Juan Marichal Was a Dodger too Even he wore Dodger blue Los Angeles Dodger blue And they stayed and they played And they made a dream come true So here's to the dream And here's to the team In Los Angeles Dodger Blue